0: My mama would say You gotta fight for what is right To her I would say you could find with Christ, if you're one with
1: Christ. Hey, good morning, patriots. It's Sunday, November 5th in the year 2023. Apologies for the time shift. We've been saying six, and I'm still trying to get used to these pre-records that we're doing until that problem gets fixed. So, I may make some permanent adjustments on time so I don't screw people's schedule up. So let's see how that goes. It's um, it's a little challenging. It's working well. And I'm really, really happy with the fact we can live stream here on Podbean. Um, even though we st- still seem to have, I, I have on my end some sort of leak, which I, I'm referring to as a hot mic leak and I haven't tracked it down yet. That happened last night during the beginning of the show. I was literally sitting at my, desk and at the studio desk and I was listening to a, um, I was listening to the, um, to a voicemail and all of a sudden I hear hot, hot, hot mic, hot mic, hot mic in the chat, which again is, that's the whole problem at the core of this now. So I'm working on that. And not that you need to know all the technical details, but this thing has been crazy, but nonetheless, we're here, which is awesome. And, uh, it's it's um, nice to be in chat and, and be together. I'm gonna just acknowledge our sponsors before we go today, and then I want to dig in. We, we don't have a real long prayer request day. We've um, had some long ones. This one's looks to be a little shorter than normal, but nonetheless, I want to stay focused and get acknowledge our sponsors before we go right off the top, obviously, um, food is a big issue and we have an amazing sponsor and supplier for that solution which is my patriot supply. And when I say food I'm talking food as a weapon system of how they are trying to disrupt things and we can all feel that there's a lot of tension going on. And there's a lot of unknowns. We look at what happens in the in the Middle East, we see these sorts of crazy types of things being set up here. And obviously we're not looking to, to forecast a doom in the end but we need to be ready. For a time when there can be some major disruptions here in the United States. And that's because we have a criminal government that is literally trying to use everything it can to destroy the people. This government is is not a government of the people. It's been hijacked. It's being run by the globalists. And it's doing everything it can to destroy this land that is blessed and given to us by God. So part of that is basically prepare right? And, and be smart about it. And so fill your silos. The best way to do that in any food plan is to have a baseline. And that baseline needs to be products that you can guarantee that are there, you can, be, you can grab and when needed, and they're going to be long lasting. You want to have a set number of calories per day, and you want to have flavors that change a bit because eating the same thing over and over actually wears you down mentally. These are really well engineered, and that's where My Patriot Supply comes in. So if you go on over to preparewithbards.com, Prepare with And you lay that out. You go that you lay that out. You go to that place and you check that out. You're going to find the three-month emergency food kits, which are a fantastic baseline for anything that you need in, in a emergency system. And that three-month supply system gets you a baseline that you can work from and you always have. It's like an insurance policy of the highest order, and you want to have it. So Head on over to our website, preparewithbars.com, preparewithbars.com, check it out, and get your three-month supply for every member of the family. You're not going to be disappointed, and it's like I said, it's one of these things. If you buy life insurance, I would put my money into food insurance first, especially in this day and age. So great product, great quality, and a great resource for the family to always give you peace of mind going forward. So again, preparewithbars.com. In addition to the craziness, we also have gold as an issue and silver as an issue, not as an issue so much as something we need to be anchored in because our economy is changing and we know that they're trying to get us into this digital currency, which at the end of the day, the CBDCs that the governments are trying to roll out globally are designed to control every bit of our money, control it in such a way that no matter what we buy and sell, they have an access to. And what becomes difficult is when you have retirement savings because that's locked into a system and that system then becomes subject to this Ponzi scheme, to the rises and falls, unfortunately of the way the economy is going to work and this paper inflation garbage that they create, which is constantly trying to devalue and worse as a paper currency, there's no tangible back end to it. So this is why we have Birch gold. So if you will text, BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898, again, BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898, and you will be able to get a free information kit, and that free information kit that comes in, you're going to be able to get some education on precious metals-backed, tax-deferred IRAs. They, this is their specialty, and this is really important for your own retirement savings to be able to get in there and to preserve that in a big way. And, um, so get involved. Become educated. It's a free information kit. Birch Gold is there. They are. They have a five-star rating across the board. They've treated us brilliantly well for over a year. They're a fantastic supporter of the show, and they are a, a great resource, and every bit of feedback I get from them is nothing but five stars. So it's a great way to handle retirement savings and to ensure that those retirement savings are preserved in the event of a disruption into the economy and we're currently dealing with. So again, text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898, BARDS to B-A-R-D-S, and take that information kit and learn from it, then give them a call and set up an appointment to talk to them. It's pretty awesome. Okay. I want to start today with actually a dream I had this morning that really, um, you know, God refines us in pretty amazing ways not just pretty amazing ways, incredibly amazing ways. And as we are receptive to what he's showing us, we level up constantly and he's raising us up and opening us our horizons to what we see. So I was having in the dream and in this dream, I was praying and having a conversation with God. And the next thing I know, I was at my desk, um, studio desk, and I was running a live stream And I looked over there and my response to my prayer to God was being typed out in chat. And it was just by some avatar of some random name. And I said, I said, God, is this you? And he said, yes. Now, why this, I'm telling you this story is this has really opened my eyes. I, I have to be honest. We tend to personalize a lot of things. And I can personalize things. Trust me, I am no saint on that one. And when I read that and realized that God was talking to me through chat, I was like, oh my gosh, he is the creator and maker of all things. Of course he could communicate through chat. And that completely changed my way in a moment, in a flash. It just completely rewired me in the way that I receive messages and and making assumptions as to who's sending. And it's important because we're in a a s- ecosystem right now where a lot of our communication is digital and to assume that God wouldn't show up would be insane, literally. I mean, God can show up anytime. And in fact, I've had suspicion of this for some time. This is not a new piece. I've had messages sent directly to me and I'm like, who are you? And because they say things like, that are very deeply insightful. And of course, our framing is always like, is it NSA? Is that is that a bunch of those three-letter agencies? Well, it might be the biggest three-letter agency, quote-unquote, in, in, in the universe, and it could be God, just so I'm saying, right? And it's very important that I think we keep that optic, and it's something that literally transformed my heart this morning. I was like, my goodness, be sensitive to what we receive and what we read as well, especially in messages like this. And in chat, for me, that's a, there's a pretty high-intensity volume of things that are going on, and there's people that nobody's there by face or name it's just avatars and a screen name and so who would know right and that changes our reception not only even our heart but our our delivery of our response because as we receive differently we speak differently when we receive and i again this is me speaking and from my own perspective and i know very well i do this because i receive under perceptions and it tends to be quick at the draw many times when I read things, especially if I'm tired and I'm running fast, um, I can be quick in my responses, and I own that. And it doesn't make it easy for some people to approach me, and it can end up very quickly in a, a moment of some hostility, which is unnecessary, and, and that can happen on two sides, but I'll, I'll own my piece of it here because when I'm getting communication coming at me And fast and furious, this is again the the difficulty of digital age. We get so much information that we don't always have time to breathe and read it. And especially when we're walking in a framing that might have been predicated by a previous message or a previous experience in your day, we walk in not with an open heart, but we enter a message with a defined framing of how we're going to receive it. And we don't hear the intent. And that's one of the biggest problems of the current texting and, and email environment is there's no there's no tenor, there's no sense of the emotions and the, the nuances of the voice. One of the reasons that if you are in my text circles, you'll find I send a lot more voice text than I do actual uh, word text because I want people to hear my voice. Unless it's a bullet message like, you know, the show's going to start at this time or something like that. If there's something to say, I'm going to typically prefer a voice text and versus a letter text, like a written text, and, and that because it allows them to, to hear me. There's another app out there, by the way, called Marco Polo. And I don't use it all the time. I use it a little bit. But the advantage to Marco Polo is that it is a video text. So you're literally filming yourself. People can see you, see your faces, your face, your facial expressions, and you're speaking in. I don't need that all the time, and I don't want that all the time. I, I find it to be a little bit too much um, for all the time, but it has it has really good use to it as we move forward in, our, in trying to improve our understanding of what we're saying, especially when we frame all this in the power of, of words. Words have the power of life and death, and we have to become so nuanced and aware in what we're saying these days. And I don't mean that in a, uh, in a woke sense because there we're talking about this redefining of language. I'm talking about the intention sense. We have to be very intentional about our words and I'm living that space more and more. I, I have lived that way for a large part of my life but I've, I've taken it up to a new level to be highly sensitive to the sorts of things which we speak into the world and being aware that we have the power literally to project word curses. That gets into cursing itself. I used to cuss like a sailor. I don't anymore. And um, which is, by the way, credit where credit is due. Credit is due. And I'm going to give Michelle of Resistance Chicks all sorts of credit here. Because when I was visiting her, she literally just came right in my face and she's like, You have to stop this. And I was not swearing. I don't swear that much. But she just mapped it out. She goes, every single time, you are literally cursing people. And I don't know why those words suddenly hit me different than any other time, but it just hit me, and I just came out of agreement with it. And pretty much, that's it. No more, which is good, which is really awesome. Speaking of Michelle, um. She's done a whole bunch for Bards Fest, as you know, and she runs a, I mean, she did a lot to make that come together more than most people have any idea. She helped put together the entire event um, for Bards Fest and uh, on the back end, especially the speakers, her birthday, and if you are so inclined, and I'm not pushing this out here, I don't want to have this, like, you start hearing, like, crazy talk here, but Her birthday is on November 9th. And um, if you have been positively impacted by Michelle, and I know a lot of you have, especially if you were at Fest, and you feel so inclined to send her a birthday card for her 40th birthday on November 9th, that's this week, I'm going to give you an address you can mail one to. And if you're so inclined and you want to send her a birthday card and and tell her thank you for the work she's done, I know she touched a lot of lives at Fest. She touches a lot of lives every single day. Uh, A lot of work that they do, an amazing ministry. Um, You can send a card and you can send it over to Michelle Svensson. And that's to P.O. Box 107, Milford, Ohio, 45. One five zero four five one five zero. So Michelle Svensson, P.O. Box one zero seven, Milford, Ohio four five one five zero. That's their that's the Resistance Chick's mailing address. If you want to send her a birthday card, please do. Uh, she's done a tremendous amount of work on uh, for so many things, and she's been huge. Let me just tell you, I we could not have completed the beta testing and the refinement of our new social media site without her. Those are things I acknowledge massively because she was so engaged and giving so much feedback to the the development team of Hannah and Charlie. So she's just extremely, she's just a a force behind the scenes that um, is there and constantly doing amazing things. And Leah as well but this, I'm focusing on Michelle this week just because it is her birthday. So, um, if you choose to send a card, again, you can send one on. It's a November 9th. It's her birthday. Nikki, and, I'm, and we're going to get Nikki a new email, so I'll get that out tomorrow. I was trying to get it done yesterday, and I just didn't, but we'll get Nikki a new email. And Nikki's going to be, if you pay attention to things on the uh, new community site and in Telegram, Nikki is putting up information of different ways to do that. She's even come up with a digital birthday card, which is really awesome. So anyway... It's just out there. If you're so called, do it. And, um, and it's a great way to just set a pattern too. And I, I really want to talk about this here in just a minute before we get going. When I call out people like this, um, I think there's a tendency to think that there, there's an easy, quick way to think that like someone's more special than the other. I am acknowledging incredible effort. I'm, I'm going to be very blunt about this. And I know how much effort Michelle puts in each day and how much effort she's been in part of Bards Fest, and how much she did in our new community site. And that doesn't count the ministries that they do, which is they are engaged in ministry. In addition to running their own small business, they engage in ministry from sunup to sundown. And having walked that space with them, it's it's very humbling and very impressive. But what I'm also hoping is that as we encourage this, like with Michelle, and I don't have the time and the capacity to always recognize every birthday in Bar's Nation, but I hope you do. So I hope that something like this, when we're saying, hey, let's send a birthday card to somebody and let's do that and let's acknowledge somebody who's been working tremendously hard to build the integration of the two tribes and to run their own ministry and helping out on all of this and just doing the things they do. If you're so called, do that. And I hope as well that you are called that when other people in Bar's Nation have a birthday, especially with our new community site, that you can extend that same, that same grace and that same love to them. Um, it's, there's nothing like getting a random birthday card from somebody, especially in our community. So it's a patterning, patterning. I hope that we can continue because I can't do it all on this channel and that shouldn't be that way anyway. And I, and I will continue to highlight the people that are in my circle that do and it, that affect all of us. That's my focus again. Like if I'm talking about Nikki, Hannah, Charlie, these are people that have done stellar work in building and helping us bring this community closer together. That doesn't diminish anything out here with you or anybody else. It's that these are people that I'm recognizing because of incredible work. Michelle Svenson is one I am recognizing for incredible work, and it happens to be her birthday, which I can, is a big birthday, and I would hope that Bard's Nation would be so compelled to reach over and go, hey, happy birthday and so forth. So you've got that information. Nikki's gonna have all that information up on the board, Telegram and in the new social media community space. And so there you go. And we'll um, and I'll see what Hannah, what ideas Hannah has in getting that out as well. We might do a, we have to start our newsletter anyway, so we might send it out as a newsletter tomorrow. We'll see about that. Okay, and then like I said, just to wrap that, use these things, these examples to pattern Better behavior, is that the right term? Greater, how about that? Greater behavior within our own community so that we don't just stay as Bards Nation, but we level up to something greater in the kingdom and continue to have other communities look at us and go, wow. One of the things that happened in our launch, which was so impressive, I mean, the words were so endearing. Pastor Devin if you might remember at Bards Fest, came in because she was called. She was not on the, our speaker list. And she came in because she was called. And beautiful woman. And in, I'm, I'm gonna get her on the show. She is just, I am so impressed with who she is and we are such a gift to have her come in. And she sat on a panel and then she was just, she's, we've had some great conversations. She's been in our chat. Well, what's amazing is that when she was in the launch chat, she said, Hannah and Charlie, she wrote, she said, this, what you just created in this community site is what all the churches should have been doing. What an amazing thing. And, and it's a huge compliment to the efforts that have been going on to build community. So that said, let me wrap with this here before we jump into prayer. Um, I know that there's, there's a lot of discussion about speed on the site. We've had some people reach out. We are going to use your resources. So understand that. Um, Hannah took a few days off. She needed it. So did Charlie. He needed it. Uh, They have been working literally around the clock for seven weeks. And so we launched, and I know people are like, wow, we got a little problems here or there. We're overcoming those problems very quickly. Charlie's been continuing to work through the weekend. But um, both of them kind of took a down day for uh, one day, and it wasn't because we don't want you to have a great experience. It's because literally they were just exhausted. So ramping back up on Monday, buckle up. Um, we're going to be solving a lot of the speed problems and all of this very quickly moving forward and, um, just appreciate your patience. If you haven't received an email yet, you may have to re-sign up. I'll give you an update on that tomorrow. I have to expand that email delivery service today. I'll get that done. And, um, there we go. So we're, we're serious about the social site. It's, and it's a normal growth issue. We, We wish, you know, we always wish that we don't have any growth issues. Unfortunately, unlike tech where they pour in, 10 billion dollars into a platform, we're literally doing this on the grace of God right now. And it's working and it's beautiful. And we're showing what we can do simply when we put our hearts to it and put our prayers to it and what can happen. And it's really pretty amazing. So thank you all for that participation in that. Let's continue to grow that and continue to make this like the finest social media community space on the web. And I know we can. All right, let's dig into some prayers. I want to begin just with a prayer for us. Father, we just come to you today very humbled. And as we do, Father, we, we open our hearts to you before the throne and literally make ourselves vulnerable, naked, and transparent before you. And if there's any prayer that I have right now, Father, as we begin today, may we all be vulnerable before you today, and as we pray, not only as we pray for others, but if there are things in our hearts that we need to bring, then let's bring them. Let's bring them to you and let's not hide anything. You have shown me, as I think we all know in our heart, that the only sense of true authority that we are going to get through you is when we are truly honest and true in our heart to you. And we tend to, as a people, even in our, our prayer requests and and the way we function in prayer, we harbor things that we don't want to speak. And so, Father, I'm truly just praying this morning that those words that we need to speak are spoken and that they are freed from us and they are lifted from us, our hearts, and we are purified. As, um, as Pastor Paul Kentrell said recently, we need to clear the rocks out of the pipe to allow the greater flow of the blessings from you to come forward. So Father, in in this time when there's so much going on and there's uh, so much turmoil in our world, let us clear the rocks out of the pipe. Let's step truly into the power and authority which you gave us and give us and let us be mighty in the word and mighty in what you give us and mighty in the power of healing because there is no greater force in this world than literally to heal. That alone, if we did nothing more, Father, than just to heal, we would literally wield one of the mightiest swords ever imagined. So let us be reminded in James 15 or James five sixteen. Therefore confess your sins to one another for your, for your false steps and your offenses and pray for one another that you may be healed and restored. The heartfelt and persistent prayer of a righteous man, A believer can accomplish much when put into action and made effective by God. It is dynamic and can have tremendous power. So, Father, we just pray for that prayer and blessing today as we enter into this, that there is truly a heartfelt and honest sense before the throne, that our hearts are transparent and open, and we confess where we need to be before each other for the greater healing. Give us the sight and the spirit. Give us the voice of the Holy Spirit and guide us in this prayer today to bring healing and restoration to all those that seek. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Okay, let's dig in. I'm, I'm ready. Um, praise report. This comes from Mila. Uh, Despite a few hiccups in preparations for Bar's Fest, Chile are going great. There are times that I feel overwhelmed and some issues seem insurmountable. When this happens, I will remind I am reminded that this is God's event, not mine. I have been blessed to have fantastic assistant brother Miguel, a retired missionary who is such a great organizer and is indispensable. God sent him my way. I'm grateful. Thank you, Lord Mila. I haven't talked much about the Chile event because of all of the disruptions that have been happening. So I want to kind of give you an update here real quickly before we pray. We're having trouble getting a team down there because of the VAX requirements. and I'm very honest about that. I'm working with Leah, with Mila about that. And she has been carrying an enormous load on this event. We are going to launch a fundraiser for this event um, very quickly. In fact, I'll see if we can't get it up by tomorrow. And I'm just going to ask for any contributions that you feel like giving. This event has two parts to it. One one is the event itself, which is going to cost, I think it's going to cost like $5,000 roughly. And I don't. And this is an event that we're going to end up likely doing live streaming into the event, and we will live stream it here as much as we can. Um, and then we'll get photos put together and so forth, so you can see it. I was intending to go there, and the problem is that between vax and uh, PCR tests, those barriers have been put up, and I don't have a backdoor access to Chile right now. I, I could if I had like $100,000, literally, because I can rent a jet and go down there. But, and I, I don't know anybody at this point that has a jet to fly me down privately. And, and I'm just being honest. Um, and that's really the key to this whole thing. Because that's the only way you get around some of these entry requirements at this moment. So there is that. And we're, we're going to make the event work. And that's powerful. And Mila says she can get a TV, and we can make that happen, and we'll make live streaming happen. But we need to get some financial support for it. That's part of it. This event is also celebrating and launching a place which we will eventually get down, and it is a piece of property that Mila has located. It's seven acres, and she is out of pocket paid for the um, the six month lease on this property, which was, I think, about three hundred dollars. I want to say it was like, eh, it could be high. It might be like $100 a month, which was amazing. The reason this property is so amazing, is it's seven acres and it has water, which will allow for gardens for the community to be built. And we have a plan to build a child rescue center there. And that total cost for the property is $27,000. And we're going to have to have a building cost of about the same. So it's going to be a total fundraising objective of about $55,000. That's the goal over the next six months. And we have some other fundraisers this year as well. But this is a big one. So we'll get the fundraiser started. And we just ask that if you are so called to, this will be our first solid anchor point for Operation Vineyard down there. And this event is going to be one to start launching that and to give the resources needed so that we can eventually, as we figure out our ways through the navigation, and and just so I'm highlighting, there's always ways around this ridiculous port of entry stuff. But... I have not been able to coordinate it with the right people, being that the people that I know, and I think you have a good idea, of the people I know, there are ways in and out that can avoid all of these these gateways of testing and requirements. And I'm open about that, but I haven't been able to get with those people because they themselves are taxed on missions around the world, literally. And I haven't been able to get with them to coordinate an entry plan. So these things have created barriers to getting people down there for this event. So that said, there will be a missionary program that we are going to set up that will be, allow people to go down and be down there. And we will support that going forward as a big vision for Barge Nation Ministries. And this is a really big stronghold. And I know that Mila carries a lot of weight. She's alone down her there with a great sidekick, but the the problem is that when you're out there like that, you are carrying the weight of an entire vision and not always in a daily discussion with what's going on. And that, that creates a lot of weight on an individual. So, Father, God, I just want to pray for um, Chile today and this event that's upcoming. And Father, just whatever doors you can open, open. And if it's possible for us to get down there, then make it be. Unfortunately, Father, we know very well that there's governments are a tyrannical nightmare right now. And so... However, that opens whatever doors can open. Please let us know, and let and make that happen, so that we can enter and at either this time or very soon to be able to get down there to be able to help set this up and anoint that land in your name, Father. We're asking for as well the the resources necessary to not only run this festival but to build a facility down there for Operation Vineyard, a child safe haven with garden and animal-raising capacity to feed the community, a true ecclesia. So, Father, we just ask for the blessings to fall upon Mila, blessings to fall upon her heart and all that she's doing, to raise her up and level up in such an amazing way that the community can come together and lift this and raise all that she needs going forward so that we can create a stronghold down there in for the children and for the community. Bless her and guide her in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. It's going to be one of the great success stories coming this year. Next praise report is, we just got this update from his parents. Thank you for your prayers and support. Huge Manon update. Uh, No leukemia detected in Manon's marrow and spinal fluid. No B cells in his blood and marrow. These are all triple exclamation marks. Praise Jesus. My goodness. Praise the Lord. The CAR T cells did the job, and we pray they continue fighting Manon's body for a long time. We couldn't be happier with the results, and we give every bit of the glory to God. We can't thank you all enough for your positive thoughts and prayers sent our way. Please continue to keep manna's recovery in your prayers. Pray that the CAR T-cells continue to persist in his body for a long time, and they keep the leukemia away. Carol Tankersley, Father, we just want to praise, we just lift our hands in praise for all that you give here and all that you have given to manna's recovery. We just ask that this recovery, and we declare this recovery to be set and and done. Not a question of whether it will continue, but declaring now that it is complete. The recovery and healing of this body is complete and pure, and that there will never be leukemia again. We pray into this total restoration with the power of the Holy Spirit. We place a hedge of protection around Manon, and just flood everything in his body, everything around his life with with the joy and glory of heaven. And lift him up in the name of Jesus, in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Okay, let's kick into some prayer requests. Kate is a proactive believer who sees the dangers ahead of her children being in the school system and wants to remove her children from the enemy's destruction. But her children are having a difficult time accepting her discernment as she has also remove them from the false teachings of Christmas and Halloween, and they are resentful. So these are a, a list. These are always interesting when I get a bullet list of prayers. Okay. um, Okay. So here, here's where I'm going to begin. And I'm going to speak very directly, Kate, to you. You are their mother. And children have grown up in an environment where they have been told that they have authority over parents. And that's not true. So you have a choice to make, and it's a difficult one, but it's an important one. You're asking for prayers to soften the child's heart, and we will. But as a mother and an authority, you are accountable on a much higher level than they are. Your stewardship and protection of them to ensure that they find a loving God is a principle issued declared by God himself in our, in our Bible, and you are need to raise them in a loving environment. When it is said that you have removed them from Christmas and Halloween. Halloween, absolutely, an event that needs to be taken away. The only one I would question, and I mean this truly, and is the harshness of Christmas, because it's not that it's it's the principle of what we're actually celebrating. I understand the whole thing about the satanic issue, but there's ways to celebrate Christmas without having to be part of the cult. You don't have to have Santa Claus. You don't even have to have a tree. But the concept of what's behind Christmas and it's in our hearts is to celebrate our, our Savior. And that's intention. When we get to Halloween, there's nothing good, but we are changing that. If you notice what we did this last year, we celebrated life and we're taking Halloween back. We're not running from it. We're just not going to do the ghoul and goblin garbage. Instead, we're going to do prayer and worship. So there are ways to pivot within the framework of the culture. And while we don't want to, you're not trying to do harm or trying to participate Part of what we have to be aware of is we don't want to give in territory to the enemy either, which means that in the sense of like Christmas, it is a celebration of our Savior. So celebrate our Savior. My goodness, that's a glorious thing to go him and praise, celebrate that. When it comes to Santa Claus, no, not a chance. That's just a, that's a false idol. When it comes to Christmas trees, that depends on where you go. I, I have never had an issue with a Christmas tree because one of the things that I have done in the past is I would buy a live tree and we would decorate it, and then as part of the, the celebration of the end of that whole season, we would go out and we would plant the tree and bring life back into the earth. There's ways to turn these things into positive. Halloween, like I said, nothing to do with candy, goblins, ghouls, goblins, whatever, but we just stood vigil for 24 hours on this taking night of freedom, and we did so through Halloween, but we called it the night of freedom and we celebrated through prayer and worship and testimony and deliverance. This was incredible. And we were together, we broke bread and we. this is this is a way to do this. So there are ways that we can take from the enemy and, and take them back. And that sometimes helps children appreciate that you're not just trying to take from them, but you're trying to show them a new way. So Father God, we just pray right now for some wisdom to fall upon a guidance, your t- level of wisdom to fall upon Kate's heart, and an importance as well that the children's hearts be softened. We live in a hostile environment where children are being empowered to believe that their power is greater than their parents, and this is a sad event of an outcome of a godless and soulless society. So, Father, right now we just stand before these children, our prayers up, and we pray into them the love of Jesus and the softening of their hearts and an awakening. And Jesus, we just ask that you will make yourself and your face known to these children to show them the glory of kingdom and then truly the sense of love that's coming from their family and the intention of the love from their mother. Father, we also pray into Kate to just give her that overwhelming power of love to remember that the sword of the spirit is a mighty and very sharp sword. Let us use it with its true intention, which is love. Let the love be extended in many ways And that means that we don't bring about things with the harshness and the anger or the frustration in our hearts, but rather that our hearts come from a loving place. So Father God, we just pray and decay and raise this family up and bless it with the power of the Holy Spirit, envelop them truly with the love of kingdom, raise them up. We break all the chains of this demonic that are tied to these children. We put a hedge of protection around those and we disengage and deny any contracts from the heavenly, from this spiritual realm that of the demonic that are trying to attach themselves to these children. You are now null and void, and we declare these children, children of the most high. Kate, in a final word, I don't know the situation with your children and the relationship in God. This is going to be a problem that needs to be corrected if they are not walking in Christ. You need have an obligation to bring them into that realm, to expose them to the word and lead them to a place where they can make a decision to accept Jesus in their heart and ultimately be baptized both in water and in fire. Amen. Okay. Teenage-er Celeste Roy is in the hospital on medication for appendicitis with a possible option of surgery this evening, and parents Kathleen and Ian are looking for prayers for outcome of her condition. Okay, so this whole prayer is written, so I'm just going to read it. Father, the enemy is strong, but you are stronger. He is not your equal. Opposite rather than your opposite, and the demons in the world are no match for you. So in humility, Lord, we call on you to take down the enemy and every attempt to destroy our brothers and sisters. Lord, we see the enemy and his perverted nature to twist the truth and represent himself as Savior, and we bind and rebuke it. Open the eyes of Kate's children to see the darkness for themselves, just how twisted and, and far he will go to seek, kill, and destroy, and let them see the nature of your glory through their mother as she works feverishly to be obedient to your word. The enemy thinks he's got Kate right where he wants her, but thinks her children view her her as one of the one who removes fun. But Lord, I pray you press on the strong mother, the strength of the love and patience and creativity that overwhelms and rejuvenates the life and excitement and respect in her children towards her. When the enemy gets in her face, let her slap him with an, the, an abundance of joy from the Holy Spirit and redefine fun for them all to grow together in faith. The world is so used to over-the-top performers that they forget the fulfillment of simple things done in love. Guide her words and actions, Lord, and give her provisions and creativity to share the light with her boys and show them how you showed her how you put the awe in awesomeness and fill the home with peace and joy and desire to to be together with intention. Father, for for young Celeste, I pray your will be done. Lord, it is necessary for her to undergo surgery. Let it be so with your hand guiding the physician each step. I pray healing for Celeste that you would destroy all inflammation and source of it throughout her entire body. Father, you know this is a child in a family of nine siblings and a woman who is responsible for her family and her home Studies she is an important part of a very special family who I believe you will use to bring them all closer together in faith and love. Please give Kathleen and Ian your divine discernment that they hear your word and stand firm in your promises. Though we understand the enemy is trying to create a problem, we have faith in, in your sovereignty and with the glorif- and will be glorified by the outcome of her health. Thank you, Lord Jesus for these two courageous warriors bless, and carry them through these storms in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Chris Rock. Okay, so we're going to go back. Teenager Celeste Roy is in the hospital on medication for appendicitis with a possible option of surgery this evening, and parents and Kathleen and Ian are looking for prayers for an outcome of her condition. I don't know when this surgery is, so we're just going to step in and pray for healing. So, Father God, we just want to step in right now and We're praying for Celeste Roy, a teenager who is dealing with an appendicitis and is currently on medication. So, Father, we don't know where this is, but we're going to step right back to that moment before surgery. If surgery has been done or not, we're going to step into this room. We're praying into this. And so, Father, we are literally cutting the ties of any sort of demonic activity that has caused this infection. We know that you bring us pure and whole into this world, and we pray life into this young lady. We pray life and healing into her and restoration to her whole body. And Father, we raise her up and we lift her in our prayers. And as doing so, Jesus, we just ask that you can place your hand upon her head as we pray into this and declare healing across her whole body, mind, soul, spirit. So Father, as we breathe life, we see the complete restoration and declare total healing upon her. And if the appendicitis has been removed, then Father, what we pray for is immediate and total healing, the stitches are, are are healed up, the body's recovered, and she's back to normal in just a miraculous time. Whatever is happening here, Father, we're seeing this body being restored and rejuvenated and replenished with the power of joy of the kingdom in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Please keep our Teens Encounter Christ weekend this week in November 3rd and to the 5th, we in prayer. We have a few candidates coming and a few servants. This is a weekend for teens, for teens, for those who do not know. This is, this one is in Southeast South Dakota. We have a God fearing woman, Molly Ann, who is not well, fast cancer and not, and, and, um, not well. She started, um, on the first, she started the first one of these chapters she has served over 100 teens encountered with Christ weekends and is 94. So anyone who thinks they are too old to serve with teens, think again. Her love for the youth is amazing. She loves each boy and girl <clears throat> and who comes through. It will be tough not having her there. She is ready to go home to be with the Lord. She has stated if she dies serving Tech weekends, she would be the happiest ever. Pray for salvation of the youth. Hearts softened and eyes open. They are the future. Jen Mo. Well, Genmo, we're going to pray for all that. I just want to give a word here. Much of what is going to happen here is in that environment. It's also going to be for all the instructors to open their hearts to the Holy Spirit and to also pray into giving these teens not only the power of the Holy Spirit, but the, the baptism in water and baptism in fire. Teens are ripe right now to receive that blessing. So do not hesitate to lean in and to pray for them, and we're going to pray for that now. Father, we just want to begin by praying this morning for the, the, the founder of this, Molly Ann, who started this Teens Enter Christ weekend at 94 and not knowing where she's at right now. We just pray for her health. And Father, She's maybe 94, but we know she can live longer, if you so choose. And we just pray that she will have full restoration. She's given a lot and gives an incredible amount to this group. And we just pray into this and pray into this mightily that she can be a living example of exactly what is said here, that age is not a limit to reach the glory of our youth. And so, Father, we just lift her up and we just praise her in the glory of, of, of all, knowing that she has given her life to rescuing, healing, and restoring our youth. And may that example anchor deep within others as a model, that behavior going forward in such a miraculous way that they can see her as a shining example of what to rise up to be. And so Father, for this weekend of Teens Encounter, which is continuing through today, we're pray- praying in deeply for not only in baptisms in the in water, but baptisms in fire. And may this be a blessing that closes out this entire ceremony. We pray now that as teens are called, that they will be baptized, that they will accept Jesus in their life and reduce themselves, remove themselves from the past sins to be reborn under the name Jesus Christ. And we declare and proclaim that to be a major event through today, the seeking of the heart to be baptized. And may that be a voice that raises up so mightily that regardless of whether it was planned, it becomes part of the event. And then, Father, we pray for the power and blessings of the baptism in fire, that the 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 blessings of the Holy Spirit will touch their heart. They will begin to speak in the Spirit. They will begin to receive the gifts and the anointments that are beyond our reach and into the into the other realms. Be able to see into the Spirit. To be able to speak into the Spirit. And may this be an outcome, an amazing manifestation out of an eruption of the Holy Spirit throughout this entire group of teens. And not only do they receive the glory of being reborn into the body, but they receive the glory of being able to speak into the body. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayers for Jonathan on Todd Calendar's team. Horrible car accident, Liedtwin, Texas. Interesting, I haven't heard about that one. I know Todd Calendar, that's so why I'm like, hmm, that's not good. Well, Father, we're just praying for um Jonathan and wherever he's at father our prayers are now he's wrapped around him just our hands are up and we're we've just encircled him now with our prayers and father this is whatever the state of this body and it looks like we've got some Okay father I'm seeing an ICU I'm seeing uh, a lot of things going on here Okay father we're just going to pray for an envelope of absolute Heavenly Holy Spirit to envelop him. And we're we're just placing in there just literally a hedge of protection that goes across the entire room and around his body and lifts him up. And there's, we're, we're praying now just the, the power and, and beauty of the Holy Spirit. Any of these doctors that come in there, your tongues will be tied if you speak and we're declaring this. Any doctors that come in to speak spell casting, your tongues are tied. Instead, what flows from your mouth are the blessings of the Holy Spirit, the words of peace, the words of healing, the words of life. And so, Father, we speak life into Jonathan. We speak restoration into Jonathan. And we declare miraculous healing over this body. Broken bones, we're now seeing literally mending. We're seeing the scars and the wounds from this mending. Anything in the face we're seeing mending, the eyes being reset. All this, Father, this, this is all just a, a powerful flow of Holy Spirit right now to this create a miraculous event of healing both in the physical and the spirit. In the spirit, there's some darkness is floating around, and we cut those ties, and we stand the gap, and we repel those demonic, and we set up a hedge of protection, and we breathe life in from the spirit into the flesh life into the Spirit, into the, from the Spirit into the flesh, and we raise Jonathan up and restore him in the fullness of all that he is, giving him the voice and the experience to know that what he was touched by was the Holy Spirit, and may you bless him, Father, with the power and glory of, of heaven, and may that touch his heart to where as he speaks life and comes to speak words, he sees and speaks the word Jesus, in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Please lift up the needs of my family to the Lord. The thissens. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to try to get this right. It looks like T H I J S S E N S. So thissgens. Satan has done a number on us over the past two years. We are struggling with communication and complete surrender to the things of the world. I have been praying fervently for accountability and increased effort in our relationships, but it feels helpless. I know God is working on us, but I need his strength more more than ever to push forward. I don't want the enemy to ever think he's taking them away. I need the demonic spirits called off us. Spiritual warfare is imminent, but I feel too weak to deliver Satan the direct scissor kick to the tonsils he so deserves. So I pray for intercession to keep faithful. Thank you and God bless all warriors of Christ. Warriors of Christ, I need you to hear me because throughout this message, there is a a exhaustion and a fear that's settled in. And you have allowed in doing that something that wasn't necessarily that big to become much bigger. God is greater than all things. And as God is greater than all things, we have to be with him, not with the enemy. And even though I hear you that you're fighting. Here's the, here is the issue at hand, is that you're fighting, but you're fighting from a place of seeking victory, not standing on victory. So, Father, we're going to pray into Warriors of Christ to be able to stand on victory and to pray in and live into that victory in his life. This is a time when we all get to, and there's a lot of things that are happening. And instead of being able to hear your voice, we see only the enemy's attack. So, Father, we pray right now for ears to hear and eyes to see, to truly hear your voice and to understand that we have a great deal of control in our life if we avoid being overwhelmed by the enemy's attacks. Once the enemy gets a foothold, we know very well, Father, that it has a way of manipulating and turning and churning things in such a degree. So, Chris, you need to come out. Warriors of Christ, you need to come out of agreement with fear. And you need to declare that before the throne and repent. You need to come out of agreement with the idea that you've been listening to the enemy more than you have listening to Father. Repent and turn your eyes to him. And you need to come out of agreement that you have been, you're fighting into victory and instead proclaim that you're standing on the rock of victory and fighting, in, fighting from there and repent for doing the other ways. And now position yourself as a warrior in Christ as your name speaks. Be that warrior. Pray mightily into this. Breathe Holy Spirit into your family. Rise up and be strong. You are getting worn down because you are letting the enemy wear you down. So, Father, we rebuke that enemy. We place a hedge of protection around this family. We cut the ties and strings that are there that have been allowed the enemy to enter. And we stand on the gap to repel the enemy as this family now gets on its feet. We pray in and bless this family with the power of the Holy Spirit and raise them up and breathe life into this family once again. We breathe life like a thunderstorm rushing into this family to spark that fight within them, to ignite that fire of righteousness once again, to raise them up and how they can be mighty once again, standing back to back, not face to face. Stand back to back, heal the wounds, speak the truth, speak life. And Chris, speak life into your family. That is your Warriors of Christ, I'm sorry, speak life into your family. Speak life into your family and lift them up as the leader and the father of all that is there in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Father, thank you for the faithfulness of all those who attended the overnight prayer services. It was a solidly positive event here in Oregon. We lift up Scott at this time and the obstacles the enemy has foisted onto his path. May Scott remain undeterred from what you have dispatched him with, let pressing of all, let the pressing of all our prayers be felt, and the peace that only you can impart descend upon him. And in the days to come, we remain vigilant on our pursuit of you. We keep our eyes fixed on you as you dash the plans of the enemy to smithereens. Your will be done, by us who call by call you by your name. Victory, victory, victorious are you, Father. In Jesus' name, Amen. Victoria. Keister. That's a very nice prayer. Thank you. Father, I just want to take this moment and give you praise for allowing us to stay together in a very difficult time that has been in the last few weeks, I should say. Not overall, but in a difficult time in the last few weeks it has tried everything it could muster to try to break this fellowship and to try to to separate and divide and to try to keep us from uniting with one another. And Father, that warfare was real and we prevailed. And we prevailed through the efforts of prayer in this community that were lifting up like this prayer and being able to come together, stand as one, stand side by side and back to back to repel this enemy and take back the territory the enemy was trying to steal. So Father, we just thank you for this continued blessing of clarity and sight for us to be able to see as the enemy sees, so that we can pivot and um, and maneuver our, our our counteroffensives to take from him what he tries to take from us, and turn it sevenfold back upon him. And Father, we pray and are grateful for the entire event, not only in Oregon but in Dayton and in in Glad Tidings, at the Church of Glad Tidings in Yuba City, where three points of the spear were launched simultaneously to proclaim night of freedom, to take that whole night back and to repel the enemy and to knock the enemy back on their heels, to raise up the mightiness of the kingdom, to to proclaim that night as a night of freedom and a future nights going forward, the month of October to be the month of Thanksgiving and the month of November as the month of harvest in the true sense of what blessings are given to us. So, Father, we have now proclaimed those months going forward, and we, have, as we started with the pivotal days, thirty-one to one November, thirty-one October to one November, taking it back out of the enemy's stronghold, and now stepping in the gap and saying, "This will will Satan no more. We are done. We are here as the children of the Most High, and we proclaim victory wherever our feet step in Christ Jesus' name. Amen." So I think we did this last night. We're going to go ahead and redo this prayer today. My grandson, Jamie, is now having to deal with gallbladder issues. He is being scheduled for surgery soon. We need prayer for his symptoms to go away, and his gallbladder is left alone. He needs healing from head to toe. The enemy knows when to attack. Jamie is, is a new believer and was water baptized not too long ago. We believe so much in the power of Holy Spirit in prayer. Scott mentioned that he continues to pray for me, and and that means so much to me. I value him so much. I want to make sure he prays against the evil conditions, condition bronchitis, pronounced bronchitis. I don't have bronchitis, although I, at times I do get get that also. I don't know if I said this bronchiat Oh, it's okay. Bronchietasis. Bronchiatasis. I have never heard of this. So it's what it is, bronchiectasis. So that's not what we've been praying against, bronchiectasis, not bronchitis. He has already prayed against the MAC non-TB infection. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for Scott and Bar's Nation. I'm already giving God the glory and thanking and praising him for healing my lungs. I'm so grateful and thankful that God healed me from the pneumonia and that he gave a word to Scott about me drinking the teas. God hears prayers of the righteous, and Scott has a holy fear. God has got his holy fear and righteousness and is full of the Holy Spirit. Praying in the Spirit is also such a valuable gift that he has. On a side note, if he speaks to tease, I need to know how much loose-cut time and eucalyptus he used for each serving. I want to follow the exact healing recipe, song scripture, and my thoughts. So let me start with that. Um, it's just 50-50, time and eucalyptus, and it's about... Um, so if you do a tablespoon and a tablespoon of each and then do it like a half teaspoon of orange peel there, that's it. That's how I did it. And that's how it was shown to me. So it worked. And so crush the eucalyptus leaf, get some time, put the two together and steep them for about 10 minutes. So we have that. Well, thank you. Um, song, scripture, and my thoughts are very blessed and humbled words and I receive them well. I know that as we pray together, we get mightier and stronger in the body of Christ, and we do deliver healing, and we will. I think one of the most important parts about this testimony here and prayer is that we are giving something that, and I want everybody to hear this, people look to this community as a healing community. So do not ever doubt the power of prayer or what's in your heart. Even if it seems impossible than what we're praying for, there's nothing impossible for God. And like I say so many times, somebody asked me, well, I always say, declare healing. And so somebody asked me the other day, and I mentioned this before, but it's an important perspective to understand my mind, because I said, we will not take no for an answer when we were praying for somebody's healing. And the person wrote me and said, well, what if God says no? And my answer is, then God says no. But that doesn't change where I'm going to initiate the prayer. I'm not going to the throne to grovel. We were given authorities to heal, and those authorities extend into the Spirit, And so I assume, I take that responsibility and authority seriously. That means I don't have to grovel and beg to Father God for authority. I need to step into it and say, Father, as a child of the Most High, as one of your children, I declare healing and I declare healing immediately in this hour. And if God says, my son, no, I'll say, thank you, Father. And I'll move on. But that's like any good battle issue on the ground. The captain is going to go forward with his troops and he's going to attack that enemy. And if he is attacking, 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 and they call down and say, stop, he will probably push back a little bit, but ultimately he'll obey the command. So if father says no healing, I'm like, okay, but that's not what we've been given his authorities to. So as I say, I, I will not accept no for an answer, meaning I'm not going to walk into this with an idea that there's, it's not going to work. The ultimate authority on all of this is God. But Christ has told us that if we accept him and walk with him as we do in John 15, the vine, I am the vine, and Father is a vine dresser. As we walk into that place, as we walk with him in that place, we understand very clearly that as we speak healing in Jesus' name, it will be granted. Unless for some reason we are overruled. And that's like, well, that's what that's what it is, being having a father, right? Okay. All right, Father God, we just want to pray again with with Jamie who's going to have to go in for gallbladder surgery and, and has gallbladder issues. And they're scheduling surgery and we're rebuking this surgery completely. This is, a, this is a place now where we're praying in the power in heaven and just pray in the power of the Holy Spirit and pray in the power of healing. And we're lifting Jamie up and we're restoring that gallbladder to the full function. Having had a gallbladder removed, I understand very clearly, Father, these can become infected. The muscles don't work well. These start causing problems, very much discomfort. So also it's important to hear, Jamie, that in this, diet is an issue. And how we eat and what we eat becomes a big issue. So be aware of that. I don't know what your diet is. Go to things like, and I'm going to speak, use carnivore diet. It's a powerful restorative diet that gets the parasites out of the body, restores your body's function to heal, go to parasite diet, and I would do that well before you have to go into surgery. Typically, gallbladder surgeries are not crisis or critical. They're just a massive discomfort. And they get to a point where you feel like there's no other option. Before you step into surgery, use the carnivore diet for 90 days and see what happens and, and follow that. And if that doesn't work, then you have options. Pray into it and we'll see. But we're praying immediate and total healing on this body. And Father, with regards to song scripture and my thoughts in the lungs, we're just praying in greater healing into those immediate and total rapid healing. We lift that up and raise that up and we just pray into song scripture in my heart to be totally healed from head to toe and toe to head. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Faith is such an amazing thing when you encounter it and people are so embodied in faith and willing to, to, and I love this. I mean, I'm saying we just see this in this community growing so much where people are looking to, with the prayer support, to take it to, to Father before they go to a doctor. What an amazing thing, right? I mean, that's the way it should be. Churches, Ezekiel 34, God judges his spiritual shepherds and the first two things he judges them on is not... Not doing providing the healing and and not mending the broken, and that tells you the what churches should have been doing, and we're doing it. This is what we do: we heal. And if you did nothing else in this world but heal people, and you just pray into it, and we're able to heal, could you imagine how present the Holy Spirit would be in this world? Be incredible. Okay, I got a full panel blood test done yesterday, and the Lyme test came back positive. Okay, we also did this last night, but that's all right. I don't mind redoing some of these prayers Um, because I had a word on this, so I'll repeat the word. I got a full panel blood test done and Lyme test came back positive. I'm so angry. It's been very difficult for a few days. I would appreciate prayer and will accept holistic care advice. Thanks, I'm sore, just pain in my joints and back. I already had planned to do a parasite cleanse, and I'm going to pray about it, even if it's not Lyme. My blood shows other information. I'm going to talk to my doctor next week and see what she says about all of this. She tends towards more holistic health. Thankfully, she offered me the flu shot and tinnitus, uh, tetanus shot, excuse me, the other day. But when I denied them, she didn't even bat an eye, but lectured me about taking care of my teeth better. So I guess that's something. Maybe by the grace of God, she'll be willing to support it in taking a natural approach to dealing with whatever this is, prayer needed for my health and for wisdom and discernment. Thank you, Heather. Well, Heather, now I know why this prayer is back up today. Because what your your doctor told you about teeth care is not taken lightly. Teeth care is one of the centerpieces of, when we don't take care of our teeth, it can be one of the center points of all infection in our body. This is why even extracting teeth has to be done carefully. So your doctor is speaking a massive truth to you. I don't know what your status of your dental care situation is, but it must be corrected in order to heal the whole body. It's one of those very critical things. And it's not surprising when we think spiritually what this means because our mouth is the place where we speak the power of life and death. It's also the place of entry, of nourishment. So think about these things spiritually. So it is. it represents where we are in our spiritual journey in so many ways. It's, it's a metaphor, but it's a powerful one. So... Take time to t- take, don't just focus on the cleanse. It's there it's coming, but take care of your teeth, it's huge. So with that said, Heather, as I spoke last night and I'll speak again now, the word was that you have to detach, detach yourself from anger. You said you were so angry. That's the enemy's entry point. So if you already have a compromised health health situation, the enemy's only going to amplify it. You have to pivot your heart to God. Whatever trial you've been given right now is a trial to have you overcome, and and this is the word, to overcome your anger. Turn to him and trust in him in all things. We are given these in our life. We are given these challenges to overcome, to give us a choice, and you have a choice now. It isn't just prayers for healing. It's what's in your heart. Prayers will amplify the greatness of the Holy Spirit within you. But at the same time, you have to choose to choose him and not choose anger choose him and remember this body temple you're living in this is a powerful body temple it is up to us to maintain it it's just not magic so I go back to the dental thing if you're not taking care of the body temple you're not maintaining the the contract with God and be very honest about that we have that obligation so father we just pray into Heather and we pray into her the, just a blessing of the holy spirit to overflood her whole body and to break down that anger that's within her heart and father we just pray that heather will just Have a moment to step back and breathe in, Holy Spirit, and sit quiet and seek your face and know that you are God. And in this moment of trial, Father, we are praying in a blessing of joy and love to turn her heart to you and realize that what sits before you, her now, is a choice to choose you more deeply and to let go of the anger. Father, we place a hedge of protection around Heather and we pray into that hedge of protection. It's anchored truly deeply within the blood of Christ, infinitely down and infinitely up. And we break off any of the chains or connections of demonic through contracts given, spoken, or or even implied. And we, we cast them off. And they are now rebuked from being able to touch her or come near her. And so, Father, this is a child of the Most High. And as we lift her up and breathe into her, we declare healing over her body. We declare an awakening in her mind to let go of anger and to start taking hold of this body temple to make it as great as it possibly can in Christ Jesus' name. Yep, and there was something else there. Let me think about that a minute. Heather, that was it. Um, I don't know, it just came to me during that prayer. So baptism, I don't know where you are with that, but it would be a good time to, re- to step in as you do this cleanse and as you take a commitment to restore your teeth and as you lean into the letting go of anger, as you start working through those processes, consider getting rebaptized and recommitting yourself to Christ. I'm in the hospital with my wife, Lialni. She suffered two seizures this morning. It was a harrowing experience. I prayed for her, and while she's stable now, it's possible she had a stroke. In the hospital, she was struck by how many, I was struck by how many were suffering, crying, outing to God in pain, children lying next to their mothers. It's a sad, sobering thing. My wife is such a good person, a mentor of many children as a teacher, nanny, and caregiver, a friend to animals, and loyal to her family. This affliction has been going on since summer and has peaked today in an unexpected turn of events. Prayers for her and would be appreciated, Chad. So this also was on last night's prayer. And, I, and again, when these things come up like this, these aren't accidental. However, God has led Nikki there here again, and it's important to get that. So we prayed on this last night, and Chad, I had a big word on this, and I'm going to give it again because I think it needs to be reinforced because I, I missed something in it last night. I can hear it now. Chad, you say right here that your wife is such a good person, a mentor to many children as a teacher, nanny, and caregiver. In the previous sentence, you say, I in the hospital, I was struck by how many are here suffering, crying out to God in pain children lying next to their mothers. It's sad, sobering thing. We spoke to, I spoke the word last night, Chad, about you needing to step in as a man of God to raise up those and to bring the power of, of the Holy Spirit to these people and to pray for them. And that was why you were here. But I missed this point and it's huge. Your wife is a mentor to many children as a teacher, nanny, and caregiver. Your position is... As one of her, as her husband, speaking life into her and giving her the power to overcome, gives the others the example from a mentor of how to overcome. You two are not there by accident. This is God's gift in a moment of crisis, and this is how He works. To now have you become overcomers in this moment, you have to become mighty in your heart. You have to speak boldly life into your wife life into those children. And in so doing, let the children be mentored and inspired by the glory of a woman who now loves children as a teacher, a manny, and a caregiver that will raise up and show them what the power of God and the Holy Spirit can do when all odds are against you. So Father, we declare absolute and total healing over Chad's wife. And whatever is ailing her now, we pray complete restoration of the body. We declare it in the name of Jesus and the blood of the cross. And Father, we pray life into Chad's wife and we pray and breathe life into Chad. And we lift Chad up as a mighty man of God in this hour to literally speak life, not only into his wife, but into others. And Father, we just pray the raising up of Chad's wife that she can become again a, a lover of children, a mentor, a teacher, a nanny, and a caregiver as children and their families witness the power of a woman who carries children in her heart, the love of children in her heart, to be an overcomer in a moment of crisis. We declare healing. We declare restoration. We declare life in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I have a prayer request for myself. I'm having some dental work done August 13th. Hmm. That's the time ago, And it's going to take two and a half hours. I have some issues with people being up close to my space and it gives me panic attacks. Just the thought of having to go gives me anxiety. Thank you, Kathy. Huh. If I'm a little puzzled, I'm wondering why we got an August 13th. It doesn't matter. Okay, we'll figure it out. Maybe it was a misdate. So, Father, we just pray for Kathy wherever she's at in this anxiety. And this is this is an, an issue. of Kathy, I need you to hear me You have to come out of agreement with anxiety and that's a demon spirit right there that is working on you down deep and it's gotten in you somehow. And whatever that is, you need to literally come before Jesus. You need to repent. You need to repent for being, for deviating from his love and his fearless walk. You need to openly speak that you come out of agreement. You would say it this way. I come out of agreement with anxiety and I break the chains and bonds and anxiety holds upon me. I bring this before the throne and I repent for this devi- this action that deviated from my love in Christ. And I accept and walk as Jesus, as my savior above all. So there you go. That's So Father, we just pray into this moment for Kathy and we pray in the power of healing in her heart and we put a hedge of protection around her and we break those chains and bonds that are around her that are toying with her This is a woman that we declare and is held by the kingdom and the father, the most high. Any demons that are there, you no longer have any authority over her. We breathe life into Kathy. We breathe restoration into Kathy and we breathe the separation from this anxiety attack to get to the root of it, which is to stand boldly with Christ and stand on the rock of faith in Christ Jesus name. Amen. My daughter's friend's son is dying. He is only a year old. Hmm. They, have met the, they have met the GoFundMe amount and don't need more, but the, they do need prayers. This whole thing is such just tragic. My daughter says they don't think he'll make it through Thanksgiving. Please pray for painless passing and for his dear parents. Okay, DV Dreamer, I'm going to speak right to you right now. Do not ever send a prayer here again that spell casts death. I absolutely, 100% rebuke a prayer for painless passing. This is That is straight up demonic, whether you realize it or not, and I am rebuking it with massive authority of kingdom. God does not take, we do not pray for death. We pray for life. Father God, we intercede on behalf of this child, and behalf of this prayer, and we rebuke any of the words spoken that would limit this child's life. We break the spell cast that have been pl- placed around this child, and we lift up this child in the mighty name of God and all that is kingdom. Father, we breathe life into this child, and there will be no terminal, at li- li- terminal l- timeline placed on this child. For This is a child of you, a child of the Most High, and this child will live, and we declare life, Father. For all those in this place that are speaking and spellcasting a terminal death, we rebuke those words, we break those those spellcasts, and we speak life into that moment. For the parents, and hear me, because this is important, you have become consumed with the doom of the loss of your child. You now must walk more deeply in the power of the Most High. You must speak life into your child. You are the parents. Speak life and raise this child up. It says you have met the GoFundMe amount. GoFundMe has nothing to do with this. And while we're happy to hear that you're able to reach this, what has every, this is actually the GoFundMe is the hook. You've relied on the money to pay for the medical expenses. is the word. You've relied on the money to pay for the medical expenses. To And you've forgotten the power of the Holy Spirit and the power of God to heal. It is first and foremost heaven. Speak life. Father, we declare life over this child. And in the process of restoring this child, we lift this child up to give the parents again a reminder of the power and glory of Jesus. And in Jesus' name, this child will be healed. Amen. To the remnant of prayer warriors still here, I have a request, not for myself, but for my mother. Her name is Carol Jane, and she is 82 years young. Sent her by ambulance to the hospital this morning. Found out this afternoon she needs emergency surgery. I'm waiting for the call to go to Iowa City, where their team is is assembled. They need to split open her chest and do a trachea, uh, tra- Ooh, Here we go again, K- <laughs> trachostomie, Folks, don't ask me to speak medical. That's not my language. I do the best I can. They are going to remove a hiatal, a hiatal hernia that is cutting off the blood flow from her stomach, hillbilly. Well, Father, we now just surround Carol Jane and right now we encircle her with a glory of of the love of heaven and we ask for if you will dispatch healing angels to her side and to lift her up. Father, this is a woman now who's faced an important and very pressing surgery and Wherever the state of that is, we are just praying in healing and restoration in this body. We breathe life, powerful. We breathe life into Carol Jane, and so Father, we just also pray life into all the hearts of the family that assemble around her, to lift her up in, in prayer to break off any sort of spell casting that's being done, and to literally lift her up and declare healing over her from head to toe and toe to head and all levels—spiritual, physical, soul, and mental. So Father. We declare healing over Carol Jane and miraculous recovery. And wherever the state of this operation or surgery is, we we breathe life for long life of Carol Jane. In Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Please pray for my cousin Debbie. She has pain in her eyes from kidney dialysis. Not only is it painful, but she's she has double vision and nausea dizziness. They said it will take three months for it to go away. But our God is bigger. Thank you, prayer warriors. I will keep you posted, Kathy. Gosh, dang, these doctors are a pain in the backside. Every single one of them does this. They spell cast. It will take three months. No, it won't. It will not. Father, we rebuke this spell cast. Absolutely rebuke it. Break it. Seal it. Bind it. Cast it to the feet of Jesus. This will not be and is not accepted. Debbie, just ask now that you hear these prayers. Breathe in Holy Spirit, breathe out. Look to Father God and accept these words. I am healed. Literally, pick up your crate and be healed. Pick up your crate, walk, and be healed. Debbie, we breathe immediate and total healing with you and into the demonic realm. We see that there are attempts to try to attempt to attach to you. And so in the spirit, we break those and we sever those off. And whenever that leeching is, on your on your kidneys and your dialysis that's gone and father we just ask for a dispatching of the war of the healing angels to come around debbie mm-hmm. and to touch her and to heal her to t- start healing those kidneys and bringing the glory and power of heaven upon her debbie you are healed we declare healing over you complete healing and total healing and this in dialysis no more we cast it out and we rebuke it we place a hedge of protection around you and we seal that hedge of protection in the blood of jesus that goes infinitely down and infinitely up All demonic activity around you is now broken and severed. And Debbie, rebuke any of that activity yourself. Openly say, I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And we declare healing in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, guys, asking for prayer. I have laparoscopic surgery tomorrow, very early morning, haven't been sleeping well, and have had a sore throat all week. Prayer pray. Prayer, I don't get sick. I've been trying to get this surgery since 2020, and for everything to go smoothly would be really appreciated. Alex K. Well, Alex, first thing is step into the greater power of faith. You will be fine. Jesus has you. And there's obviously within this, there is some concern. So this is a place where you have to say, Father, I'm with you. I have no fear, no concern. Fear is one of those words when I say this, I can already hear people like tighten up on it. It's like, I don't have any fear. Fear is at the root of most things. And it's one of the things that we don't like to admit because it becomes a big pride thing. It's not pride. This is just real. Things. If we have anxiety, we have fear. If we have anger, we typically have fear. So if we have hesitation, we usually have fear. I mean, it literally roots down to that. So these words are said not to be insulting, not to try to speak to a person as if they're weak, but rather to step aside and realize that that's part of it. And this is why God tells us 365 times in the Bible that to fear not, because fear is is a really rancid seed. Just so I say it. So Father, we pray into Alex K. And we just pray for a miraculous and total surgery of perfection and any healing that is done is rapid and perfect and total through his whole body. And if he's and for his sore throat, that's that's the that is literally the devil working right there. So we just wrap his throat in a gloryful glow of heaven and just pray into healing for his throat and his sore throat and to expunge anything that's there, sever the ties and binds of the demonic and lift him up in the power and the glory of heaven. And Alex you are healed in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. And final prayer for today. Update on Joanne. She was out of surgery. They removed much, as much as they could, but they said what was left could be cancer. She had another MRI and a CAT scan, but I have not heard the results yet. Joanne and family are a little nervous of what the results will be. Pray that it's not malignant. I will post more when I, when I hear. Thank you, Nikki, for checking in. I have been praying that that the Father will bring a godly doctor and nurses around her to pray for healing. I will post as soon as I hear something. Kathy. Okay. few things for this. Um, when it says the family's a little nervous, that's not the right answer. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to be callous, but there's only one answer. And that answer is God shall heal. And having complete faith because nervousness, what is that? That's fear. Cast it out. Break the chains of it. Rebuke it. Step in and say, God and Father, we need healing over Joanne. And Joanne, you will be healed. When we talk about a godly doctor and nurses, this is the family's responsibility. So what we need to hear here is that the family will surround her as godly, And God-fearing people, speaking life, praying, doing intercession, standing at the bedside, playing hymns, celebrating, and bringing life into that space. And setting a requirement that any doctor or nurse that comes in there will only speak life. No more spellcasting. You will transform the doctors. Don't wait for the doctors to come. Your role is to stand in the gap and to protect. Father God, we just pray for Joanne. We pray for total and complete healing. Whatever it was seen there by the doctors, we are just rebuking it. There's no more cancer in her body. We pray life and, and breathe life into Joanne in the glory of heaven. Jesus, we just ask that you make your presence known and to touch the hearts of all that come into that room and the power of the Holy Spirit fill that room completely so that it becomes evident the minute you come in that life is evident. The power of the Holy Spirit is evident. The, the spirit of life glows. And that what is, comes out of people's mouth, if it's spellcasting, your tongues are bound and tied. And we rebuke all of that. And we set up a filter around Joanne that no matter what is spoken, the only thing she hears is the words of life. There will be no more spellcasting around her. And for the family, we lift you up in prayer. We ask and pray, Father, that you will embolden them in their prayers and their commitment and, and, and unity around Joanne to raise her up in prayer, to speak life and healing into her and celebrate in the nature of all that we do. Praising you in him, in Christ Jesus' name, amen. All right, Patriots, it's looking like we have done our prayers for today. So this is a good day, and, I, and I'm I, I'm very intense about certain things. Spellcasting is so dangerous, and we cannot allow ourselves to do it. And spellcasting is insidious because it's subtle, and we have to be aware of what we're doing. This goes back to my original conversation at the beginning of the show today which is the fact that we have a power and responsibility of the words of life and death. So speak them with intention and know that what intention we speak has effect in the world. Thank you all for being here. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Actually, stop. I kind of jumped the gun on that one. We always do a closing prayer and I apologize. Father God, I just want to thank you for this day and this assembly that we've come together here and we just ask for your continued blessing and the pouring out of all the gifts that you can as we step into a greater anointing of healing. Father, we are walking this path with the joy and the glory in our heart, knowing truly that we the more healing we can bring into this world, the greater the kingdom can be expanded. And we see that in such tremendous ways as we can transform lives, that we can, through the Spirit, heal people with we, and distance is not an issue because you are reminding us of the power of prayer that connects us and binds us through the entire world, the greatest weapon we have in this war. Father, for those that are seeking healing today, we just ask for all these blessings to be heard and our declarations of healing to be be heard and that all that can be done to make that happen quickly is done. The healing becomes immediate and rapid and that the true glories of you, the miracle God, are shown and evidenced through the words that you've guided us to speak. And Father, we're humbled today to be in such a place, to be that, that representation here of you and your greatness of your works. And we give all glory to you. for We are just the vessel by which you use. So Father, we just pray for a lifting up and a raising up of this community and a raising up for all those that have reached into this community to become healed and become greater in you. Let us walk humbly. Let us walk greatly. Let us walk truly as Jesus would want us to walk. And thank you, Jesus, for all that's been done for us, you continue to do for us, and the light that you give us to walk in the path that we seek. For this is the true sense of the church, the church within our hearts that comes into the world, not limited by walls, not limited by budgets, but truly in the impassioned and the greatness of what we are intended to give, to speak the gospel of Jesus Christ, to heal the sick and the broken, to cast out demons, to raise the dead, and ultimately to seek the greater works. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Patriots. So thank you. Have a very blessed Sunday. I'll see you tonight for Peace Be Still. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land expand the kingdom, subdue the enemy, mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you this evening for Peace Be Still. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now.
2: Oh, I want to feel something. I just want to breathe We'll